everyone, welcome to Heart's Happiness Podcast. The place where I, Manpreet, share my journey of healing intergenerational family trauma to help you to understand your story. I share a bunch of tools and tips that will transform your mental health and allow you to find your own heart's happiness. So exciting, right? Each episode will cover one of three areas. One, raising awareness of what this trauma actually is and how it hides in our lives. Two, tools, tips, support, lots of different things that I've used to get better and heal from this trauma. And three, I'll be connecting you with so many specialists and therapists and coaches as guests on my show. So we are going to transform your mental health and empower you to take your healing by the hands and move forward. September 2022 on the podcast. It is two years since I started. Can you believe it? It's on the 9th of September. I started in 2020. And for those of you who are new, I'm so happy to have you here. A big tip, listen from the beginning because there's so much information in those earlier episodes about your story and tools and tips that you can start to really transform your mental and emotional well-being. So it's almost like a little course in itself. So I strongly recommend that you listen from the beginning. And make sure that you're signed up to the newsletter. I will leave some details in the episode notes so you get notification each week when a new episode comes out. So each month I now do a special theme and it's related to my Rewrite Your Story membership. So we are going to be exploring the dark night of the soul, um, which is related to World Suicide Prevention Month, which is this month. And for those of you that are aware of my story, you'll know that my dad took his life and it's his birthday this month as well. So September is quite a big month here in Heart's Happiness. And I really want to explore this concept of the dark soul of the night, which is something that you guys may be experiencing yourselves right now. And that's why you've been drawn to this episode or to this work. And I'm going to be talking a bit about my experience, a little bit about my dad's story as well, sort of to talk about suicide. And we'll be exploring this theme further throughout the month. If you want to go into it deeper, join a masterclass, talk about it, our experiences during a Q&A and do some journaling prompts, then come and join the Rewrite Your Story membership. I would love to have you. It's a monthly fee of $15.99 as of the date in September 2022. And it's a great way to meet people who are on a healing journey as well and sort of to understand and talk about these concepts and how they affect us. So I would love to have you there. And if you are new to my work, I do group courses and one-to-one and you can find all those details on my website and I am actually taking a few limited spaces for one-to-one clients at the moment so if you are interested in having a discovery call reach out to me and we can have a chat for free the initial consultation is free okay so enough of me chatting about all sorts of stuff First of all, for those of you who have been listening to the beginning since the beginning, can you believe it's been two years? It's mad, right? I still remember how nervous I was in that first episode. I know I've spoken about that recently on the 100th episode, but it still sort of haunts me. And um, funnily, my laptop has stopped working, so I had to use my husband's laptop. And um, it was the laptop I used two years ago. And I realised mine is actually so much better than his. So I've actually switched laptops to go back to my faulty one to record this. Because it just felt weird using that one. So it's a random side story. Okay, so what do I mean when I say the dark 
soul of the night. Have you guys heard about this before? Um, it's a concept that basically we just reach our rock bottom and we start to question everything. So the way I describe this is if you are aware of the game of Jenga. So Jenga is a game that we have in the UK and I think it's in lots of countries around the world, like with blocks. And if you imagine your lifetime, you would have experienced various traumas, big and small. And like on the Jenga tower, it's a block, right? So for example, you may have had a traumatic birth in childhood and that would be a block in your Jenga tower then you may have been bullied at school when you were like four or five that would be another block on your Jenga tower and then there are different types of trauma you may have experienced a big event like um, a physical act of violence a car accident something that made you feel incredibly unsafe and then that would also be a block on your Jenga tower and you may have experienced this awful thing, but still been fine afterwards. And then there's other types of traumas. So we've got um, relational trauma, which is very much about our, any trauma that was between our parents and us or in other relationships. We have complex trauma, which is um, small moments where we felt unsafe. So things like, you know, not feeling um, safe at home when we were growing up silent treatment, covert abuse, all these things. They can stack up even things like a pandemic or um, losing our house, financial trauma. All these things would be little blocks on our Jenga tower. And we could be absolutely fine. So still functioning with life. So able to do all the things that society and culture has told us to do, like study, get a job, have a relationship, all the things that we're meant to do, right? So your Jenga tower is building up and up and we're unconscious to things and we're just going along with the plan that we were taught, okay? And I can really relate to this. So this episode today, I'm talking about my dark soul of the night journey. Um, so for me, you know, I did experience trauma at, in childhood. So my mum had an incredibly traumatic birth for a start with me. So that would have been a Jenga block. I lived with my grandparents and my granddad was an alcoholic. That was a very traumatic time in my life. So that would have been Jenga blocks of trauma. Uh, I lost my grandma when I was five, another block in the tower. I lived with an alcoholic for longer, another block in my tower. My dad was very abusive to my mum, another block in, in my tower. My granddad died, another block in my tower. I won't go through all the blocks in my tower. So that just went up and up. Um, and to be honest, I had thousands of Jenga blocks, I would imagine, that all were going up. But I was absolutely fine. And then in um, January 2008, my dad took his life and that was another block on the tower. And you'd think that would be the block that got me, but it wasn't. I was actually okay after that. I slept absolutely fine. I always joke how I slept amazingly and I never had an issue with sleep. God, I regret saying that because I didn't. And I slept fine. And I was fine after he, not fine, but I thought I was fine um, after he took his life and my family completely imploded. I was still okay. So everything, like I was still able to get get to work you know uh, I wasn't particularly happy and I was pr pretty depressed but I'd always been like that so my Jenga tower was still functioning um, and then 
what we'll find in life is that that there'll be this one block that causes the whole thing to topple and it might not be a massive thing like your dad committing suicide like it wasn't for me but for me it was meeting somebody having feelings for a particular man who was very unhealthy and toxic for me that relationship meeting that person was the block that went on top of my tower that caused everything to crumble so it started to make me um incredibly anxious i couldn't sleep i was incredibly depressed i um you know went to all these different avenues to re- to sort of get rid of my pain i thought the reason for my pain was this person so i was desperate at making this person love me because that was that's what i believed anyway was the thing that caused the whole tower to fall so for you you may have experiences already or you might be going through something like this where maybe the pandemic was a thing that just caused the whole thing to fall maybe it was you losing your job maybe it was a relationship breakdown maybe it was having a child maybe it was um your health or somebody else's health maybe it was a loss of a loved one but something happened that may have caused that tower to block to just completely fall and you just feel really like you're questioning everything and dark soul of the night is a very spiritual awakening kind of metaphor that is used that some people will have this really dark time where they're brought to their knees and they nothing makes sense anymore and they're kind of questioning whether they should live or carry on and that's very much where I was when I was having my dark soul of the night and when I think about my dad and him taking his life that he actually was going through his own dark soul of the night because he had a lot of trauma of his own and he had not behaved brilliantly himself to his family to his wife and my mum she left him um, when he was 50 not long before he took his life and that really was the block on his Jenga tower that caused the whole thing to fall and he started to really struggle with his mental well-being and you know he just he became very paranoid he wouldn't let his children like us see him and that was his version of the dark soul of the night And I feel like with my dad and maybe with other people that have taken their lives, that they had that happen to them, but they just decided it was too hard to call themselves out of, you know, because they were in so much pain. And that was his choice. And I wish that he had done something different. But, and it makes me so sad to hear stories about family members that have taken their life. Or, you know, I had earlier this year I had the three dads come on who's lost all their girls to their their daughters to suicide and so preventable but it's the same concept where you know the pandemic for for some of their daughters was the thing that happened on the tower that caused the whole thing to crumble when you feel like you're just hopeless that you've got no way out that oh my god what am I gonna do I can't survive this because the world as you know it the structures that you've been living by the society the culture everything isn't working for you anymore it's a bit like when we're born we're given this like rule book and this 
map from our families, depending on your culture, depending on where you're from. And we sort of unconsciously just start living by that plan that was given to us. You know, I knew I had to go and study. That's what my family expected of me. I knew at a certain age they expected me to find someone from my background. And I was on track to make all these things come true, have a good job, work for a big corporation, blah, blah, blah. I was doing all those things. And, you know, some of you might find (laughs) that your dark soul of the night happened a lot later. Like for my mum, it happened a lot later in life where you're not really questioning. You're just on that hamster wheel and you're just carrying on and carry on. And then something happens that just causes the whole thing to crumble. And then you're like, now what? Now what do I do? And that for me, when it all crumbled and I was in so much pain, I just was seeking information basically to work out what had happened to me and how I could put those blocks back together again but the blocks would never be the same tower anymore and that's that's what the dark soul of the night really represents for me and it was very much me waking up to who I truly was and this program that I had been living by this rule book that I had been functioning from wasn't wasn't right it wasn't good for me it didn't make me happy and like for my dad the rule book he'd been following you know there was nothing in there about how he could take care of his nervous system how he could be a healthier man how he could break the cycles of trauma he wasn't he never paid for counsel he never got help he never did any of these things so he he never clawed his way out of that dark soul of the night whereas for me you know, I really did my dark soul of the night in a massive, messy, messy way, right? So my family are a big bunch of drinkers. So my big solution to all of this was to drink and to eat a lot of food and to yo-yo diet and to, um, yeah, I did a lot of that. I, you know, I just was a, was a bit of a mess, to be honest, because I just felt so hopeless and I just wanted to numb that pain and that's just where I was at that point um but it just kept getting worse so I didn't that wasn't a solution to my problem because it wasn't getting any better and then it was about taking little steps I didn't know what I was doing I was walking around in the dark I felt like a lot in a lot of pain I wasn't sleeping it was the worst time of my life and I started just to find by pure luck but I believe it was something bigger than me that was guiding me to information like books and teachers and people that had already been through their version of the dark soul of the night and were navigating through it were learning to have faith in something bigger than them who were um, taking daily action to feel better within themselves were learning how to love and take care of themselves Um, I I always talk about this I think I talked about this in my first episode that one of the first books self-help books I ever picked up and oh I've got it here is The Miracle of Self Love by Barbell Moore that was the first book I got I think when I was starting this process of um, awakening and I was like I don't do any of these things I don't know how to love myself 
And it was really messy for me. It wasn't clear. Like, I wasn't just, like, rock bottom. And um, and then I was coming out of it and I was getting help and all of that. It was not like that for me. And it may have been for you or maybe that's what you're going through. But it was a very windy kind of road for me. So, basically, I was finding books like this but still drinking and pieing and going out and stuff like that to avoid my feelings so it was a kind of like I was stepping into the world of spirituality and stepping into the world of psychology and mental health and understanding society and cultures and things like that but then I was also still partaking in it all and still with this obsession that this person this person without side of myself could fix my problems and so it was very messy for me. And I think that I made my process last a lot longer than it needed to because I didn't just surrender to the the emotions and what I was feeling. I kept trying to press pause and I kept trying to numb it. And um, so I sort of avoided my intuition. I avoided what I was being guided to do. Um, you know, like I'd read a book and then I'd be like, oh, let me go out and get drunk because it will you know make it better so it was a very messy kind of process for me of like I'd find something out about you know trauma living in the body and it would really resonate but then I'd find it all too much and then I'd go back to my toxic behaviors and people and relationships because I was almost like I was hiding in them but that was cranking up my pain more and more so this dark soul of the night for me was kind of happening for a good couple of years where I was in a lot of pain I was very depressed but I was putting on quite the front of of it all and I wasn't sleeping I was struggling a lot but I just carried on that way and then it sort of started to come to more of a head so I would sort of learn something about toxic relationships and then start to make some small changes in my life to sort of make that bit healthier and then I would sort of go back to them for a little while it was really really messy and really um not (laughs) like it would be an awful film and I now work with clients and I see them going through their recovery journey and they're like oh my god I'm I'm terrible I'm going back to old relationships I'm going back to food I'm going back to this and I'm like that is what it's like when we're trying to recover and come out of this dark soul of the night, it is different for us all. It is up and down. We're all different. But we, I believe that when we take those little baby steps of action, we do get there. So I eventually found myself guided to a book, which was called Father Therapy, and um, when I read that book, I was like, oh my God, they're, they're talking about me and the way I behave in relationships. And it was a big light bulb moment because I think she just had a sentence in this book. I mean, it's not the greatest book in the world, but she had the sentence. But if this was you and you struggled with these things, then you need to go and heal your inner child. And I kind of just got obsessed with that. And I started just researching all about how I could heal my inner child. And it was like, I had started to step away from my unhealthy behaviours and stepping more into this new information that could help me. And it's like the more I looked for it, the more I found. You know, I started to connect with the universe or something bigger than you, whatever you believe in, and sort of, you know, saying like thank you and having gratitude and um, asking for help. And then I started to notice help. 
I started to notice the right teachers and um, the right information. Like I, I, I got, I believe I got guided to the therapist I worked with, who was a man that I actually found quite scary, but he really helped me because he was a man. He could help me heal some of my stuff with my dad. So I really felt like I got guided to him and then I got guided to a certain podcast and I got guided to another one that then led me to my coach that then led me to like um, learning about the body and how trauma got gets caught in it. And then I went across somewhere else to somebody to help me to help my body to heal from trauma. And it was very much this imperfect journey where I was slowly, slowly coming out of my version of that dark soul of the night. And I started to see so much more light and discover who I was authentically, like who I actually am, not like who I who I thought I had to be. So it really is quite a spiritual thing because it's like you waking up from the bullshit that you have grown up with. It's like waking up from all of this stuff that you just did and believed because somebody told you to and not because you do, like you actually do. It is like I woke up from being brainwashed and I was just like, oh my God, I do all of this stuff and I don't even know why. So it just had to get so bad. And for me, that's what a dark soul of the night is. It is that lying on the floor going, oh my God, I cannot do this anymore like this. I just cannot do it like this anymore. Something's got to change. I've got to find different ways. And then you start to find that information. It starts to find you almost. And you start to realise different ways and healthier ways to be. Like, I didn't realise I was repeating a generation of trauma. I didn't realise that I was suffering with complex PTSD. I didn't realise that I'd grown up with domestic abuse in my house. But all those things were really normal to me. I didn't know. And it was that that block on my Jenga tower falling that that made me question everything was the thing that made me start to look for other answers and different ways of doing and being and being happy. Because I think for me, a really big thing was I don't see the point of life. When I was in that dark soul of night, I was like, I don't see the point of life like this. It has to be, they, they I, you know, I'm going to do like what my dad did because I don't see the point of it. And I started to go and find those answers. And it just made me look at the world through eyes that I never had before. Like now, I will sit in my garden with a drink, a hot water, because I don't drink tea, and I'm like, oh my God, look at this life I have. Like, I'm so appreciative, I have gratitude. I'm looking at the trees, listening to the birds, looking at the grass, looking at my trees, smelling what the day's like. When, you know, put the clock back seven Years ago, I would have been anxious, hungover, um, obsessing about some man that didn't love me, um, missing my dad but ignoring it, and just missing the life that I had around me, which, by the way, was pretty great. I had great friends, I did, um, I had an amazing experience, I travelled loads, but I didn't notice any of that. I didn't, I wasn't there, I wasn't present, I wasn't enjoying it, I wasn't living. I was just on autopilot and, you know, seeking some pain relief that I had felt all my life from my childhood. Like, I just wasn't present. And I think that a dark soul of the night, that Jenga tower falling, 
is a fabulous thing that happened to me because it means that I really started to wake up to my life and decide and make the decision to live it differently, to live, to really live my life and to be happy and to create it the way I wanted. You know, when I was on the floor and questioning everything, I didn't realise that's where this journey was going to take me of my dark soul of the night. But I'm so glad that I surrendered to it and started to learn from it and followed the guidance of all this wonderful information that found its way to me. There is no accident that you're listening to this podcast today that it found its way to you. Maybe you've had or been going through a process of your dark soul of the night for years and you're just like, I don't know how to get through this. I have created Heart's Happiness, my group course, my one-to-one work with you in mind so that you can learn how to heal and make peace with the past and then start to really create a life of your own creation so you don't have to sit there being anxious trying to find love and validation outside of yourself you can start to find that within you and I am all about the woo I'm not gonna lie and building that connection with something that's bigger than you that makes you it gives you a little bit of peace because you're like this This is why my soul came here. I came here for this reason. I came on this planet for this reason to have this human experience. So what am I going to do with that? What am I going to do with the lessons that you've seen and that you've lived? Am I going to repeat them? Or am I going to do things differently? And that for me is a big reason I believe that I came here to this planet. And that's what my dark soul of the night was. It was awakening to that, to that, that purpose, that, that, makes it all make sense and maybe that's just a story that I tell myself to make myself feel better but it's way better than what I used to believe which is I'm not good enough my life is jinxed I'm not meant to have anything great I'm worthless there's no point of me I'll allow myself to get hurt and abused by others because I don't think I'm worth anything now you know I believe that I have a bigger reason to be here to share this story with you to teach people the steps to get through their version of dark soul of the night and to you know find their reason for living for their creating of their life creating that action which you know is part of this month's theme to do with suicide prevention you know like really creating those little steps in your life so you can make it worth it and make it joyful and make it mean something you know, because I don't believe that you were meant to be here to suffer and have a crappy life. I think you're meant to have a fabulous life. But these bad things, these traumas happen to you. So then your tower fell down so you can rebuild those blocks and create something that is spectacular and that makes you happy and makes you feel peace inside and makes you feel loved. And no, it's not perfect. I still have dark soul of the night kind of days because healing is a journey that is constantly evolving. So I will come face to face with something else in my shadow sometimes that I didn't know was there. And then it's another thing, a new thing to heal. And I'm back again, (laughs) like... Why is this happening to me? But then I just go back to the steps of loving myself, taking care of myself, taking care of my nervous system, you know, being grateful for what I have, enjoying the present moment, being mindful, 
and what I have right now, noticing when I do slip into anxiety and bringing myself back, how can I take care of a younger version of me? So all of these tools I learned through that suffering, like you don't really learn the tools when you're doing really great, right? You learn when you're suffering. That's when you learn where to get them from. Or you suffer so bad that you can stay in that loop. So if you are listening to me today and you are stuck in that loop, please, there is totally a way forward, okay? And I, in my previous life, before I became a coach, I was a trainer and what we call a business analyst. What that means is that I've learned and had degrees in learning how to make change in a really logical way. So like a process, a process, do this, then do this, then do this, then do this. And that is what I've applied to my own journey of healing, to my own journey of the dark soul of the night. And this is why when I meet a client for the first time and they tell me their story and where they're struggling, I'm like, okay, so you're at the beginning, you're unraveling right now. You need to know the steps to find your peace, to feel better, to feel less anxious. And that is why I wrote my course, Take Back Your Power, because it's all about taking back that power and becoming conscious and also learning about your body and your emotions, your mental, your spiritual, your emotional well-being. That's why I created that course, so that I could teach people the process that I went through to feel better. So you don't have to miss years of your life numbing it out like I did where times when I was chasing those relationships or drinking too much you can skip all of that out and go through these steps this is the course that I wish that I had because it was messy for me I found it from books I found it from paying from help from one person like I would go and see a psychologist that would help me understand my brain and what had happened there but he couldn't explain to me my energy and what was going on there. So then I had to go speak to somebody that specialised in Reiki and in body healing. And I, I sort of went to all these different places to put it together. And it was so messy and so tiring. Um, but I found those steps and that is what I teach. And when I work with people one-to-one, you know, I'm really helping them really have a space where they feel safe to share their story. And yeah, I'm a coach. Yes, I'm trained in EFT and um, eye movement and other things. But more than anything, I'm someone that's lived this journey and that had that trauma and did not realize it was trauma and had those terrible relationships and had addictions to things that weren't healthy for me. And I have learned how to change that. And that I think is what we need to know. Like, we need to, we can understand our childhood trauma and be like, okay, well, this bad stuff happened to me as a child. I totally understand that. But the way in which we change and become a healthier version of ourselves, stop doing all the unhealthy behaviors and habits we've done since childhood to feel safe, is sort of wrapped up in that dark soul of the night. Because we have to let go of those things. Those things are part of our shadow. And we have to release them and find other ways to be, other ways to be healthier, to enjoy life. And we have to find a new way to build our Jenga tower. And that is really a journey of self-discovery. So I point people in the direction of these steps. Um, 
that I wish I could put in a podcast episode, guys, but I cannot. I've tried to put in as much as I could about it is things like self-care and understanding your story and learning about your nervous system and doing a review of your toxic relationships and learning how to improve your mindset, changing your energy. All of these things are part the steps of changing and healing um but there's a lot more into it so that's why I've created this course and for some reason I wasn't intending to talk about the course but it's just that that course is really what came out of my dark soul of the night and I wonder what's going to come out of yours not that you have to do something spectacular like become a trainer and you're like oh my god I hate doing stuff like that it may not be that but it could be something like I don't know you find art really helpful and you just draw and then you start doing that with your friends and then you sort of all of a sudden have brought people together and you're all regulating together and you've brought this really special thing you're not doing it to get paid or to become famous or you know it's just because you love it and you're actually making impact and changing people's lives and you're actually being in service to others just by being you and by following your path because when we stop being what other people told us to be, we can become who we truly are, right? So whatever happened to you, whatever bad stuff that happened that then you're waking up to and you're healing from, then there is very much this new version of you that's being born, the authentic you. And that authentic you was here for a reason that has a little purpose and your dark soul of the night, your rock bottom, whatever, will be uncovered more and more the more you heal and become the truest version of yourself. So am I glad that I started this journey? Yes, I really am. Am I going to continue it for the rest of my life? Absolutely. I use everything that I learn through this process. I reteach it because it's so empowering it's a way we can change the narrative of our story and when I think about my dad which is part of the reason why I started this podcast two years ago and I just look at you know how he sort of crumbled when he lost my mum even though he didn't treat her well when he was with her you know if he had got therapy if he had started putting action steps into getting better if he had you know um learn I mean he was into Buddhism and spirituality and he did meditate and things like that but if he's really started to step up his self-care my dad drank a hell of a lot and I think it really affected him and his mental health and he wasn't a very nice drunk either and if he had worked on those things you know oh I would love like the truest version of my dad the guy that was in there that was kind and funny and clever and deep and warm to be here with me now But unfortunately, I saw the the wounded him way more than I saw that real him because that's who ran his life and he didn't step into his dark soul of the night. I'm pretty sure he started to have it when he lost his mum. So, you know, a good probably, you know, 20 years before he died, like he, he was struggling with that and it was really... And he kept kind of going down this journey of like looking into spirituality, reading Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, who's the first person that told me about that book. Um, 
but he would never really put those things in action. He would dabble in the spirituality and meditation and self-care, but then he'd be getting drunk every Friday and Saturday night. And I've never actually really thought about this, but that's kind of what I was doing as well. Like I was starting to dabble in the spiritual kind of world and learn about Chinese medicine or Ayurveda and, you know, and detoxing and, you know, a healthy way of being, but I was still having my foot in the old camp. So I'm actually way more similar than I thought. But I'd really love to hear from you about what your dark soul of the night journey has been, because it is really like peeling layers off an onion. And you're like, oh my God, this happened. You get this great bit of awareness You start to feel a little bit better in your day. But then you have really low moments where you're processing the grief of your life, your childhood, the things that you didn't get. And it's just a lot. (laughs) It really is. But if somebody said to me, you could go back and not meet that person that was the piece on the Jenga tower, and this would never happen, would I want that? Absolutely no. I'm really grateful that that happened to me and that my Jenga tower fell over because now I know how to live life. Now I know how to be happy. Now I know how to experience joy. Now I know how to feel better in the moment. And I didn't know any of those things when I was following that old program. So the dark soul of the night really is awakening to your true self, awakening to something bigger than you and the real journey to healing and to starting to unpack all the crap that you were told to do to survive here on this planet and realise that actually most of that is complete nonsense and we live in a society that is really wounded, that is traumatised, that is struggling and we've been taking a lot of advice of of people that that are coming from that place, you know, not Deepak Chopra, who I love, you know, we've been going to our parents that were wounded by trauma themselves, or, you know, our teachers that were probably wounded by trauma themselves, or our prime ministers and our presidents and whoever else who are not the healthiest of people that have been through their own journey of the dark soul of the night. Um, someone asked me recently, because I was on a event, and I was talking about this, and we were talking about the dark soul of the night, and whether it happens to us all and what my viewpoint was on that and I think that spiritually speaking if we if our souls came in here to fulfill a purpose on the planet then and if we're not fulfilling that purpose then surely things are going to keep getting worse and worse and worse for us so that pressure a bit like you know on the stove like the heat's just going up and up and up so that we boil over. So I feel like even this planet right now is going through their own dark soul of the night with all the crazy weather that we've had, the wars that are happening. Like it's almost like somebody, like something bigger than us is turning up that heat so we sort of spill over and then we have to start to start again and do better. So, and that happening to the planet as a whole has got to be happening to us as individuals. But then we have that choice to decide whether we go deep and we heal or if we continue just whacking our head against the same wall and, you know, our mental, emotional and 
well-being getting destroyed in the process I, I i think that the pandemic happened for a reason you know it and it has caused so many of us to have a dark soul of the night to awaken to things like our job's not right for us our relationships not right for us whatever and that wasn't any accident so it's a real spiritual thing this dark soul of the night emotionally mentally spiritually all of those things get physically get challenged when you're going through that process but my advice to you would be to not panic. It's happening for you, not against you. There's wounds there. You're not alone. There's so many people that are going, that have gone through this process, that are a few steps ahead of you, that are here to support you. Get the right help that you need. There is so many great healers and teachers and therapists and things that have come on this podcast. Maybe one of them is going to be the person that helps you at the beginning or maybe my course is what you need to help you you know you don't have to do it on your own there is support out there to support you to get through it I wish that I realized that sooner rather than trying to find it out myself I could have saved a lot more time and you're not you're alone in this and also if this process kind of wakes you up to something bigger than you and that's really comforting as well, that you know that something bigger than you is there to help you as well. That the universe or God or whoever you believe in is there as well. It kind of wakes you up to that point. Like, I don't believe it's no accident how my life played out and what happened to me when I was desperate for this particular person to love me, when that was a big part of my waking up and now because that didn't work out the way that I wanted it to I'm here telling you my story to help you on your in your journey to wake up and heal from your past and in your journey to of your dark soul of the night and that may not have happened if things had worked differently and I hadn't had my Jenga tower fall over so it's all good for a Jenga tower to fall over just remember to take small baby steps, get the support that you need and you will get through it. It You will. So if you're in the thick of it right now, it's for a reason and you're in the right place. Listen to the podcast from the beginning. Come to my course. We'll get you on that pathway to healing. And um, yeah, I feel like I've gone on and on. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I love it because it brings together the woo-woo spiritual stuff with psychology and generational trauma and all of those bits. That's what the dark side of the night is. It's, you know, the awakening to all of these things. Seeing things that we weren't conscious of before. Like, I didn't know that there was generational trauma in my family line until I did this work. And then, you know, now I get to tell people about it. And then they're like, oh my God, there's generational trauma in, in my family. And I just thought it was because my dad hated me because I'm not good enough. But actually, no, it's not. It's because of something else. And they feel peace. So it's a good thing, right? It's a good thing. And the more of us that wake up on the planet, the more of us who fulfill our true purpose means that we all are doing our little bit here on earth and then we can maybe sort out the mess that we've got ourselves into, right? If we're all doing the thing that we're meant to do and the only way we can do the thing we were meant to do is if we wake up to those programs and we do our healing work and we find our authentic selves so that is why the dark soul of the night happens in my opinion anyway so that is it for this week 
And I will see you next week. I've got some great guests lined up this month talking about suicide prevention and things like that. And I will be asking them about their experience or what Dark Soul of the Night means to them. Before I go, I just thought I'd share what I'd say to myself when I started to go through my version of the Dark Soul of the Night. So just for whoever is on the beginning of that journey and is like, great, I love what she's saying, but it's so painful and I hate it and it's griefy and I feel frozen and I'm tired all the time and I'm crying all the time and it's not great and I just, I'm not happy with what she's saying. I would say that surrender to it, take care of yourself. I understand why you'd want to numb from it, but when you don't numb, things happen a lot quicker and it will all reveal itself to you. You will find the reason and you will look back at that chapter of your life where you went through this crossroads and you will see how it was like the best and the worst thing that ever happened to you all in one. So have faith, carry on, take the baby steps, do the little actions and you will find yourself out of it and you will become a completely new, healthier version of you. And it will all be revealed. Just have faith, take baby steps, find your people, your supportive people that are going to support you through it and invest in yourself and everything will be okay. Everything will be re- revealed. So I just wanted to just say that before I left, but that's it for this week and I will see you very soon. And there we have it guys, an episode completed. I hope you enjoyed it and it raised a load of awareness in your mind. There was alarm bells going. You were all like, ding, that's totally me. Cause that's what I was like when I started this journey. And that is the start of the process, finding out this information and realizing it has happened in your own life. So I really hope it was helpful. And before the next episode coming out next Wednesday, be sure to check us out on Instagram. So it's hearts underscore underscore happiness. Also, we have a YouTube channel where I share the videos I create for Instagram on. So you can check that out. They come on about once a week. And then we also have a Facebook group if you want to join to carry on the conversation. I want to create a community where we're all talking about our very real experiences and traumas. And then there is also my website called heartshappiness.co.uk, which you can check out to join our mailing list so that as I create new services and support tools for you all, you're the first to find out. And I have a freebie on there, so definitely check that out. It's five books that transformed my healing. So if you really want to kickstart and you know you're liking the content in here, these books are like the basis of so much of my knowledge. So definitely check that out. And I will speak to you next week. I'm so excited to continue this journey with you to help you to find your own heart's happiness. Take care.